Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. I'm Romaran. That's Emil Nate right beside me. And uh, a bunch of our co-hosts are not here because they have a bunch of obligations and commitments that they have to honor. Because, of course, it's a pressure of the pressure of Jin. So, got to work hard. How are you, Emil? I'm doing well. I'm doing well here in Naga. Um, unlike in Metro Manila, sobrang init dito. But it's fine. It's fiesta season here and I'm going to eat a lot this weekend. So uh, I'm doing well. Emil will be here next week. Siyempre, meron tayong event. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but before that, siyempre, uh, we have, you know, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping here. Some admin work. Emil. We have the Patreon Patreon program, and uh, please tell the people what they what is in store for them if they sign up and support us. All right, so uh, there's a lot of benefits if you join in on our Patreon program at Patreon.com/slash/WrestlingWrestlingPodcast. Again, first of us five dollars or two hundred sixty to two hundred seventy pesos in our local currency. Uh, of course, you'll get to join in on our Discord community where you can interact with your fellow podcasts and talk to us about wrestling. But you can also talk to us about everything and anything under the sun. So you can shit talk with us, have fun, and all that. Also, um, with our Pasabais, which uh, again, we're doing something new in the last uh, few months. But if you uh, join in on our Patreon, you'll get some, because uh, we do have this service piece. And if you join in, you'll get some friendly rates on those service piece. Uh, also, you'll get the review content of the weekly wrestling shows courtesy of Row and Rowan ASH, like Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite Collision, NXT, and everything. And uh, also some local uh, wrestling shows as well courtesy of Rowan. Uh, and uh, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here in the podcast. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the wrestling wrestling podcast. 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. Gotta answer a few questions here. Asan po si Sir Stan C. Sir Stan C is busy uh, doing a new opportunity. He's seizing a new opportunity, possibly because of his uh, sudden rise in popularity after the FIBA World Cup hosting stint. So, uh, God bless you na lang siya. Na. Uh, hope the best for him in his future endeavors. So, I'm sorry, Ina, that Emil and I are not enough for you. Uh, we're, we're doing our best, you know. So we, we gotta hold down the fort every Thursday, you know, you know, you know. Um, speaking of the pasabais, uh, the shipments have started coming in, but mostly from WWE shop. So you've seen um, our patron MJ who benefited from uh, yung preferential rate salmon on service fees. We'll post also tomorrow pictures from a friend of the podcast, Mr. Stanley Chi, who has ordered quite a bit of. Uh, of t-shirts from WWE shop. So if he likes it, you know it's legit. And you know, uh, you know that we deliver, right? So uh, stay tuned for that. And um, next time we're almost about to open a new batch of Pasabais. And if you guys want young legit um merch from WWE shop, uh, shop AW Pro Wrestling Tees and other uh st- other online stores, really. Uh, I'll show you what I also bought from uh a store that's different from these places. So um, if it can be bought online and shipped to the US, we can order it for you. Yeah. And then Champion, we also have events. Uh, we have the Wrestling Quiz Night that we are hosting. And Chino is specifically spearheading here. He's created the, the questions for all of you. Uh, it's going to be next week, next next Saturday, September 23 uh, at 8 p.m. It's going to be held at Hobby Stadium. If you haven't met the Hobby Stadium yet, it's uh, along Doña Hemedy Street, corner E. Rodriguez Avenue in Quezon City. It's around, it's around New Manila. And... Uh, uh, tickets are at 350 pesos. You have one free iced tea. We are putting up prizes from Hobby Line Toy Store, which is giving away a sensational Sherry action figure. We have Everybody's Toys and Collectibles, who is giving away um, a couple of WWE t shirts. Um, and also, we have uh, a free box of uh, WWE trading cards and some Hobby Stadium GCs from where else? Hobby Stadium. So uh, please. Go by, uh, you know, come by, walk in. Uh, you can just buy the tickets at the door. Uh, bring a friend, uh, bring a group, bring as many people as you can. You can play together or you can play solo. And uh, I'm coming prizes up for grabs. So, uh, and you know, you can also get to hang out with us if you don't want to play and feel the pressure of winning these cool prizes as well. Uh, you just hang out and vibe with the fellow wrestling fans in the room. I have it in good authority that at least one Manila Wrestling Federation wrestler is dropping by just to hang out because it's also the day before our next event, which is Tuloyang Laban at um, at uh, Mandala Park. So, um We'll talk about that a little later later on during the plug. So uh, stay tuned. Again, Hobby Stadium, September 23, next, next Saturday, 8 p.m. And we hope to see you there. Because, let's all have fun. We are building up back the uh, wrestling community with events like these. And speaking of events like these, uh, as part of your, our Patreon, um, we also have an upcoming watch party. Because I just found out that uh, NXT No Mercy is actually a premium live event. We don't have a graphic up here, but it's going to be uh, on September um October 1, rather. That's a Sunday because the show is September 30, uh, U.S. time. Uh, it's going to be at 8 a.m. We'll just have fun and watch it live on Discord via the WWE Network, which we have. 
And uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon, as Emil said earlier, uh, for as low as $5 or around 275 pesos. Um, and uh, yeah, you can, again, get the benefits that Emil listed down and watch the show live with us. It's going to be fun. NXT is so much fun, guys. Uh, if you haven't been watching NXT every week, super, super fun. There's no tapon ang cards to that. All right, before we get into uh, uh, before we get into the main topics of this week, we just want to do a, a few shout outs here. First, uh, we have our listener Henry, who is a brother of one of our patrons. Um, he goes by Ray Mastrio on our Discord yes. server. He says that uh, because of the podcast, he has uh, been caught up with wrestling and is now watching it again after uh, a break from it. So we are glad that you have used our show to uh, bring you back into the fun, fun world of wrestling. Maraming maraming salamat. Uh, we thank you as well uh, for listening to us. Then also we are shouting out friend of the podcast, Ardo Miravalles, who is celebrating his birthday today. Uh, for those who might not have heard his episode so many years ago, uh, Ardo was one of the first people that we interviewed who was able to go to WrestleMania. So uh, he told us a story and then he showed us how to go to WrestleMania, what he prepared, how much he prepared. And uh, since then, uh, a bunch of our friends have been able to make the pilgrimage to WrestleMania in the U.S. as well. Lastly, we are shouting out friend of the podcast and uh, Philippine wrestling alumnus as of now, Ken Warren, who has made his professional wrestling debut in the Great White North in Canada A. Uh, not quite sure where. Um, probably somewhere around Ontario. Uh, so uh, it's a huge, huge feat, um, I believe. Uh, well, no, he's not the first uh, local homegrown Philippine wrestler to make it to uh, North America. But I believe he might be the... No, 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 not also. I believe uh, Zayden Trudeau has also wrestled in Canada. So yes, uh, Glendale's right. Ken Warren's uh, trading card has yes. been certified in the US. So uh, that's a big deal. He's the first Filipino wrestler to have his card um, certified, uh, legit graded. So big time, you know, legit in the end. So um, maybe one day we can see him here again. Uh, until then, you can probably fly to Canada and go watch him. <laughs> I know friend of the podcast, Amon Agbisit, uh, can likely see him there if, you know, if he is nearby. All right. All right. Enough of the shout outs. Let's start with the big news of the week. Babyface producer Jasper, let's put it on. TKO is official. Last Monday, September 11, 2023, was the last day that a McMahon has owned the company that would become the World Wrestling and Entertainment, or just WWE. So for 50 years, um, it was under the ownership of a McMahon in the McMahon family. Now it is under the ownership of Endeavor. They have merged with UFC, and uh, it's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new company, uh, as is the case with most um, companies headed by uh, Ari Emanuel. I'm about Ari Emanuel. Yes, Ari Emanuel. That's the name right. of yeah. the uh, guy. Right. So what he usually does with these is that he leaves the people. Um, who know how to run the business in charge. So because of that, um, Triple H is still head of creative. And um, Vince McMahon, according to Nick Khan, was brought on to put the sale through. And then Endeavor themselves wanted Vince to stay on as chairman. So 
for now, we know that Triple H is running creative, but we don't know for how long is the case. Emil, what are your thoughts on the new regime, the new era of WWE and UFC? Um, again, I never thought I would see the day that a McMahon, a McMahon is not going to be the owner of WWE. Say, you know, it, that it's a family business. Like I thought, it's going to be passed down to the, you know, to Shane or Stephanie, and then it's going to be passed down again to the next generation. But this happened, and um, it's a new era. But at the same time, things are going good on that. And things are going good with WWE as, as of right now. Business is booming for WWE again. Dinawagan natin to na next wrestling boom, diba? So, um, all you know, all things considered, everything is fine. It looks like a good, good start. Yung uh, yung ownership ng endeavor to WWE. Well, uh, well, that was, this is technically before they started, but uh, rumors yeah, have also but, said that Vince may changes to this week's Raw, which is why, um, which is why it wasn't all that. But uh, uh, we'll see. Let's see. Because um, even though they want Vince in position, Shempre uh, Triple H's era has, you know, um, has brought in the great business and has broken records that Vince hasn't done so in almost decades. About so yeah, um, I don't know what it means as well. I don't know what it's gonna, how it's gonna be different for WWE and for UFC. I don't know if they're gonna do crossover events, but. Uh, what do you think of that, Emil? Is um, I don't know if you watch MMA. I don't. But do you think yeah, that's I, a good idea? Because I know MMA fans don't like wrestling. Because I, I saw a statement. I don't know by who, but I saw the statement on on Twitter. Like, you know, the hope is that at the end of all of this, uh, UFC fans are going to be WWE fans and vice versa, which is, that's going to be really diff- difficult. Because... They're, they're two different products, eh? so I don't know about cross pro, cross promotion. Like I, I don't know about all that as of right now, because I don't see it as a successful venture if they do that. But ano, um, I just hope things are stays the same for the most part. Like, uh, the only fear, the only concern I have is if what I'm hearing are true or from hearing will happen is that yung pay-per-views are going to be back to yung price niya from before the network, <laughs> which is, you know, that's, that's sobrang, sobrang magiging, ano, sobrang magiging bummer kasi we have enjoyed pay-per-views or PLEs well, at the price. That, no, the, thing know, about, so, the, yeah. the thing about that kasi is yung PPV prices are always in the States. So yung mga yeah. $60 pay-per-views, $50 pay-per-views, that's, that's a States thing. We've never gotten those here. Um, I think we do have sometimes, but it didn't work. So they know that they had to try something different in the Philippines. That's why we had Jack TV airing pay-per-views for free. Where we had Studio 23 uh, airing them after delays. And now we have the network. So I am willing to be more optimistic that it's a different market. And if you price it at, what, $60 every month, then nobody's going to come watch it. Yeah, you know I. So that that's the hope. That's the hope, though. So, um, but but as of right now, very optimistic. I'm gonna hope this move, and I uh, hope nothing much change. Cause WWE is really on a on a right path as of now. Say they've been again. They've been breaking records. Um, this has been the most relevant 
they have been since like what 20 or 15 years ago i think so yeah glendale's right um i don't think the stars are going to be released but i think um if ever uh corporate employees might be the one to take the hit because because um, redundancies is in the back end and the corporate end. Um, obviously, uh, WWE and UFC stars aren't going to be redundant with each other. Obviously, because WWE is not MMA. And, well, you have Shayna Baszler and Matt Riddle. Right? But, you know, they're not going to be rest or fighting in, in UFC anytime soon. So... Um, I also I, I really don't know. I, I don't know what's uh how is this how this is gonna change the company. Expansions to, to other regions, I don't know as well. I don't know how that's gonna affect your plans for NXT Europe or other NXTs, NXT Asia. I don't know. Uh we don't have any info on that yet. Once we do, Shemper will talk about it here on the pod. Yeah. Um it's a new day. I don't think we've felt it just yet. Like NXT this week was like the first day under Endeavor, but it's still NXT. So I, I guess yeah. it's a good thing because nobody's making changes just yet. And for the most part, whatever Shawn Michaels is doing, he's still just doing that. Um, I guess the real test will be SmackDown or next week's shows. Right? Yes. Yeah. Anything else you got to add, Emil? For I this? think again, the, again, you siguro the first immediate effect that maybe we will feel is the TV deals. Because again, they've been negotiating with a bunch of networks over the last year. So since because uh, ata mag, di ko alam mag expire na yung deal nila with, with Fox with SmackDown. So that is something that I think we need to watch out for in the next few coming months. If what will happen with that, if they're going to stay with Fox or they're going to go to other networks. So that is something that we need to watch out for. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. Now. Stay tuned, guys. I'm mean, like, sit tight. I don't think anything big is going to change, but uh, we never know as well. Uh, TV deal in the Philippines. I don't know. I think um, I think whoever is running TV deals in other countries outside the U.S. Um, TV just isn't as strong here anymore, especially cable. So it might, that's why Seguro WWE pulled out of tap. Right? So it's, yes. I mean, like we said this before, if you guys want to keep WWE on TV, you guys got to watch it. Like, and this goes for anything. This goes for MWF, it goes for AEW and any other sports league. That's why, that's why the NBA is still on TV because you guys watch it. So, um, but at the same time, I know if you guys are watching it, then um, there might be other people who just aren't because for one reason or another, they don't have cable. They don't watch cable anymore. Uh, they can just watch anything online, which is true. Uh, which is why I don't really support having WWE on TV anymore. Because hey, we all have kind of high-speed internet that we use to watch WWE programming online. Ayan, so AEW is also gone from Tap Go. What more AEW about when AEW is super weak here in the Philippines, right? Nobody, people still think. WWE is what's synonymous with pro wrestling. I've seen so many local AEW haters that I knew that wasn't going to survive, right? So, you know, um, it's sad, but I suggest you guys don't watch TV anymore. I mean, for wrestling, don't watch TV for wrestling. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it for our uh, TKO talk. Oh, we have yet to see what comes after. Uh, but before we talk about what happened on Raw and SmackDown um, over the past week, let's uh, take a break. 
and hear from our fellow podcasts on the Pod Network. Yo, we're back. All right, so we have a bunch of stuff we have to talk about from WWE. First, uh, one of the biggest things that came out of Raw this Monday, one Nia Jax. Lina Fanene has come back to WWE. This is reported to be a Vince signing. I say it was the only new signing that came after Vince returned to his position as chairman or something. Was something? I forgot what Vince is uh, doing now. But uh, there was a hiring freeze, and then Nia was the first one to come back. And apparently, she's been signed for a while now. No, Nisha Bagumuba. Uh, Glendale. He it's the first signing before after he came on, came back on. So um it's uh Nia Jax was signed already for a while, and then they just found the right time to debut her, which is this week, a week after payback. So a bunch of things about this. People don't like it, Shempre. Um, they think that Nia's unsafe and dangerous. But uh before I talk about that, Emil, what do you think of um this comeback? Um it was a surprise, definitely, because we haven't seen her since. Although she did had a, uh, the Rumble, the Royal Rumble, she returned, or that was last year. Yeah, I think it was she did year. a one. We we did a one off thing. Yeah, she he, did a one off. thing. She did a one off thing, and then people yeah. were afraid so, that she was coming back, and then she, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I still don't know how to feel about this. I mean, um, no, do you do you think? Came, do I think what? No, I, I wanted to ask. Do you, do you think she's reckless? Do you think she's unsafe? She definitely had history of of uh, mga incidents that before involving her, like the Becky Lynch, where she um, accident. I don't know if accidentally, but she hit Becky on the nose, and you know she had a broken nose. That's why she had to miss that Survivor Series match against Ronda, and then that time where for some reason. She and Charlotte starting, uh, you know, hitting each other for real on a, on a random raw. She definitely had history, but I, I really don't look at her as being reckless all of the time. Like things happen in wrestling, uh, you know. Like even though the, your purpose in rest when you when you wrestle is to not hurt your opponent for real, but things do happen in the ring, and sometimes those are unavoidable. Um, she hasn't really done, uh, be, uh, beyond, uh, aside from those two incidents, she hasn't really done anything for me to call her as a reckless worker, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's good because um, me speaking as a worker, as a wrestler, uh, I never really saw anything that made me think she was dangerous because I, yeah. I, I, never, I never got on the bandwagon that hated her because they... People's, people saw that, you know, she was uh, doing moves and people were bumping the wrong way for them. And, you know, people ascribe that to her being dangerous. The thing I say about these things, these accusations, is that uh, wrestling fans don't have a full understanding of what really is dangerous in the ring. Like, they see things and then you see them, you see them land a certain way and then you think right away, in a, uh, oh, She's working, she's working unsafely. She doesn't know what she's doing in there. But you don't know what you're doing, what they're doing in there either. <laughs> you only have an idea of what they're doing in there. And your your idea of it is what you see. The thing I say is so many people have been um 
so many people have uh, been misled by the magic, you know, by magic, I mean, you know, illusions of what's happening in the ring. Because in, in a way, we're kind of street magicians. <laughs> we're performers. We, uh, we show you that something is dangerous when it's really not. And a lot of people buy into that, whether they realize it or not. And then, you know, they think it's still real, damn it. So it's like David Blaine or Chris Angel, the band. So uh, it's like, oh, let me give you an example. It's like um, people watching the, the viral clip of JDL super kicking Crystal in, in the back oh, of the head. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, people are going to, people are in the industry are going to get mad at me for this, but that kick is only, it's only just a quick push to the back of your head. So uh, that's like light tap. And then, you know, you, you sell it like death. And people were so mad at it. People were so yeah. angry in a, oh, that that guy kicked kick that girl in the back of her head. She's he's so unsafe. And I was also I'm saying this because I was a victim of this. You know, I, I fell for something like this as well. Uh, back when I'm gonna tell the story in my podcast, but when I first watched Rex Lawin wrestle, I thought he was super unsafe and stiff because hey, he was working a physically intense style, and I called him out online for being dangerous. And that's why he has this whole danger nickname now. Because uh, he, he said about himself that he's not unsafe, he's dangerous, which is true. And then when I, I got to work him eventually, and I realized, no, he's just really, really intense. And you know, everything I thought I knew about it was wrong because I was also a mark buying into it. And then you have people like thinking Ridge Holland is unsafe because yeah. he accidentally injured Big E when Big E was the one who didn't uh, flip uh, enough to land properly on a suplex. You got people thinking that Sammy Guevara is unsafe for his um, his high angle DDT. Uh, uh, wrestling fans don't know what they're what they're looking at a lot of the times. They they are going by um, the prima facie um, evidence of what you know what's happening in the ring of the moves that their people are taking in the ring. And that's why I don't um, I don't buy into this narrative that. Um, that Nia Jax is unsafe. Glendale said that, uh, and Al Albert said that other wrestlers are speaking up for her. Like Asuka is speaking up for her, for Nia Jax. And who am I going to believe? Random smarky smark 0.111 on Twitter or uh, one of the elite wrestlers in WWE, whether man or woman, in Asuka. So, like, if these guys are the ones saying that Nia Jax is a safe worker, why wouldn't you believe them? Because hey, you you are a quote unquote expert on wrestling, and then you watched it, um, you watch a, a bunch of it every you know a bunch of wrestling every week, and then you are suddenly knowledgeable in the um, in the goings on in the ring, which is something that I'm guilty of as well. But now I know better because hey, uh, I've actually done those things. I mean, not putting myself over, but. Just, you know, a lot of these things are noise on the internet that, in a manner of speaking, is bad for Naya. Uh, they're tanking her reputation. And that's not fair to her as well. So that is my, my whole rant on this. And it's just unfair. Like, it's just unfair to saddle someone when they're literally doing their job to look as uh, legit as possible. So what do you want? Do you want something to look fake or do you want something to look real? So... <laughs> so yeah, when when things get too real, tap, when things get too real, mago tasyon magkocomplicate sa internet balance. So you know, draw the you have to draw the line somewhere. 
Oh yeah, Glendale's right. If somebody didn't watch Japanese wrestling, they'll say it's unsafe. Which is eh. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh I if you are doubtful on Nia Jax now, just, just give her a chance. Because I'll be honest, like the 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 legit physical stuff is kind of cool. So I I, yeah. I have a soft spot for her in it. And speaking of women wrestling, women wrestling, women's wrestling, uh, we have one big time Becky Lynch winning the NXT championship, women's championship. And then um, Glenn, they asked a question about this in the pre-show. Um, what do you think about main roster stars going down to NXT and winning an NXT championship? Does it make them look bad because they had to go down and kind of smurf young NXT or does it elevate both either the championship or the champion so what do you think Emil what, what is your answer to this I'm I'm gonna agree with the second point which uh main stars going down to NXT and winning the title elevates the title I mean look at the North American championship diba? and you know it's been now featured on WWE TV ever since uh Dominic you know, won the title. Plus, you can see other wrestlers on the show on NXT. Now they want a shot at the title because they know if they can beat Dominic, that's gonna elevate themselves because they beat someone from the main roster to win the the title. So ganun yung thinking ko when it comes to main roster going down to NXT. Same with, with Becky Lynch. Whoever can beat Becky Lynch for the NXT title, it's gonna be elevated after winning winning the title. So it only benefits, I think, the, the title in itself, and it also benefits the wrestlers who's going to compete for those titles, knowing that the champion is someone who's credible. Yeah, I'm going to agree as well. Like, I don't really think, uh, you know, uh, NXT is a lesser championship. Because for one, look at the competition NXT. Like, if you think that NXT is a small deal, you're likely not watching NXT. Because you just think that it's developmental it's the farm league but it's not like a bunch of the nxc guys especially tiffany stratton are legit and um the only reason why they look less than legit is because they're not raw or smackdown right? uh and at the same time on that logic how are you gonna how are you gonna bring becky down to nxc and have her lose right? yeah, especially yeah. when it's the only championship that she hasn't won yet so um i think it elevates the championship it uh, if we're trying to have NXT as kind of a third brand, okay there is a main roster star who not only won the championship, but thought that the developmental system championship was a championship worth fighting for. Uh, yes. If it was small time, then they wouldn't have bothered with it in the first place. Like, what am I gonna do with this championship? It's 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 from the it's from the it's from the minor leagues. <laughs> so, um <laughs> And Becky, most of all, understands this because she was from that same system and she didn't win that championship when she was in that system. So, yeah, Albert's right. The only reason they look less legit is because they run shows at the CWC every every week. But, you know, we know you and I, you and I listening to this uh, episode, we know that they've packed legit arenas, basketball yeah. arenas, uh, uh, not a football stadium just yet, but they have packed uh, big arenas. Uh, beyond the full sale or CWC. So 
what do I feel about this? Do I think it's unfair? No, I think it's good. Um, it also gives a rub to whoever is going to beat Becky again, whether it's Tiffany Stratton, which I think is going to happen because um, it's a Dolph Ziggler, Braun Breaker thing happening all over again because I don't think they're going to bring Tiffany Stratton up just yet. So I think one of the journeys, the milestones of her journey. And uh, I don't know how Becky's going to lose, but she is beatable, right? And I think... Um, it's only gonna increase the prestige of that championship even more. Like it's a developmental brand, but yes, uh, they have had legit main roster stars going after it, and that really helps in the long run. Uh, Emil, who do you think is gonna beat uh, Becky eventually for this championship? Right now, the strongest contender has to be Tiffany, because you know uh, they've been again they've been building her up lately. They've you know, uh, she's been also appearing on Raw lately as well. So not that I think this is going to be a call-up, but they're, ha- they're going to be in a few days. So it has to be Tiffany as of this moment. Even though Malakas yung women's roster ng NXT, and I believe anyone can legitimize themselves by beating Becky, but as of right now, I'll go with Tiffany as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ina says, Zaire Valkyria by virtue of being a fellow Irish wrestler and being an experienced female wrestler. Uh, Mako, God, I miss Tita Mako. Yeah. Where is she? She's probably training the the girls at a performance center and the guys. So yeah, uh, a bunch of people who are worth it. Uh, Blair Davenport, yes, I, that's a good Yo, choice yeah. as well. Uh, really intense. A lot of people who can beat her. And then whoever that's going to be is going to have a good rub from beating the man. Right? So it's only good for everyone involved. Right, uh, let's talk about the Usos, who are now separate. So, okay, so this is an interesting thing. So I think they did well in making them feel like separate entities, separate Anuwai entities, Fatu entities. So I can clearly tell now, I mean, I can really see Jay being his own own guy on Raw and then Jimmy is still saddled with a bloodline on SmackDown. What do you think, Emil? Do you think that made clear distinction now between both twins? May, I think, I know, ever since the bloodline, there's na din. Even though when they were still in the bloodline, may distinction na sila sa, sa isa't isa. So, no, I'm not, I'm not talking the, about looks. I'm not talking about looks. Yeah, pero yung, ano, yung mannerisms and personalities and the way they carry themselves, I can now see them differently. Na Jay is this guy and Jimmy is this guy. Yung problem ko lang is they still kind of dress the same. The hair is different. I mean, um, <laughs> Jay has frosted tips now. <laughs> yeah, parang sila yung ano, it reminds me of when the Hardy Boys first uh, broke up and became single stars. Like, they would still wear their Hardy Boys so yung, ano, yung t-shirt na black. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they, were bro- they were broken up because of the draft, not because of, I know. Uh, na eh. Not because so, they broke up. Yeah. Pero, <laughs> like, they, and then, yeah. Pero it's good that they got their own theme songs and they're on separate shows. So, make chance done to, to develop more as a single stars, both of them, without, you know, crossing uh, each other's paths. So, ane, um, I can see singles potentials now for both. Uh, so, because that when they first broke up, I always thought, ah, oh, they're gonna be back as a team in a year. I'll give it a year, then they go, they'll be back as a tag team. 
know, <laughs> hardies, like, you know, hardies, they went and then they went back together then. So, palang ganun yung way of thinking ko back then. Ha? Okay, I, they're gonna feud and then uh, palang they're gonna be a time where they're gonna be separate. They're gonna, they're gonna have the reunion. They're gonna be, go back to that. Pero ngayon, um, if I can see the effort with both Jay and Jimmy to really try and become single stars. And I'm gonna, I'm, I applaud them for it. So, yeah, so may potential. As of right now, may potential pa lang. So, and they're really putting in effort in distinguishing themselves from one another. Do you think it's weird that they're not, they're not a team? Like, would you rather they be a team? Or is it okay na ba tong uh, ginagawa nila na, okay, let's be our own men, you know, so people don't say, which one are you, right? I mean, siguro dream, nin, dream, dream din nila na they get to be single stars on their own. Kasi they, they, they talked about, you know, wanting to main event WrestleMania someday as, as opponents. You know, so opponents, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. yeah, you gotta applaud them for for it. I mean, yeah. um, and you know, good young changes. Cause before, like before all of this, before all the bloodline, I really can't see them as individuals. Cause they both look alike, they're twins, right? But now you can see the effort from both of them. So, uh, you know, I I will give this a try. You know, as a, as a viewer. Yeah, um, I think I think they're the first ever twin team. Nah. Who wanted to strike out as single stars on their own, right? Like I, whenever you have a siblings team, like especially if they're twins, parang they always want to be together because parang they kind of form their identity as twins, as being part of a twin team, you know. The young bucks in wrestling, diba? yeah. Well, the young bucks are not twins, dude. Matt is older. Pero, I mean, like, Nick is older than Matt. But they're they're like they they don't really strive to be individuals. Yun, yung point yeah. they always want us be stuck in a team. Oh yeah, Glendale, right. Yes. The Bellas, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um Albert says he wants to see more character than Jimmy other than the bloodline lackey. I think that's still happening. Uh they're yeah. cooking it really slow. Um I think it's not black and white now. Okay, Jimmy wants to come back to the bloodline. I think there's also some nuance they're cooking in there. The problem is it's slow burning again, so we're going to see it play out over, I guess, the next few months. Uh, which is okay then, but some of you I know are kind of um, you're kind of impatient now. It seems like Jimmy has turned his back on the character development that happened a few months ago. I know Emil has feelings about that, but um, I think I still think I still believe that they are cooking something for that. Okay, I think we've said all we needed to say about uh, the Usos right now. I enjoy Jay doing his thing. Uh, he's doing his work as uh, a guy who is not trusted by the Raw locker room because he's been messed up by. Uh, you know, they've been messing up Roman's contenders from the past. So that's cool. That's an that's an engaging story. It's definitely better than what Jimmy's doing. I say. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy is still grappling with the effects of his uh, initial um, break from the bloodline. So if Jay is going up against the world, as Glendale says, Jimmy's going up against the bloodline. So that's going to be interesting, but I want to see the Jay story play out a lot more. All right. Last thing on WWE, Chad Gable. This week on Raw... Uh, the team of Alpha Academy and Tommaso Ciampa beat Imperium in a six-man tag match. Um, that is uh, Chad Gable's consolation win after losing a really nice um, Intercontinental Championship main event last week. If you haven't heard our thoughts about this, please go listen to this week's Picks of the Week from the other day. 
real quick. It's a real quick episode. So, okay, at this point, um, people love Chad Gable. A lot of people have been hip now to Chad Gable, to something that um, some of us, uh, ourselves included, have known for years, right? Since the American Alpha days from NXT, right? So at this point, with all the organic groundswell of support uh, behind Chad Gable, uh, Emil, do you think that... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's inevitable now that Chad Gable is the guy to win the championship from Gunther. Now, yes. You can't make this you can't make the same mistake twice. WWE, you you can't <laughs> do this again. Like I know Gunta is a great champion and all, but you know, if you do this again, where because you're protecting the rain, you're gonna screw someone else's uh, uh, organic momentum. That's gonna look bad. So I, yeah, yeah, it has to be Chad now, right? Like I, I'm changing my mind. I I said last week I had a name in mind, but now. Because, because I thought last week after the match no last week, the feud is done. Like Chad is gonna start a, a feud with <laughs> another guy, and Gunther is gonna have another challenger. But it seems like they're going back to it. So now, the more I think, okay, I think they're gonna go with Chad Gable here to, <laughs> as the one to this one, Gunther. Because ani, anjan natayo eh, pumabatay sa point na may support na si Chad Gable eh, and he's already over, and people want to see him beat Gunter. You know, so, uh, Babyface producer Jasper has a lot of feelings about Chad Gable here. His pick of the week, pala, which I think we should start including next time. Uh, Chad Gable met with Jason Jordan before yeah. the match, and he likes that throwback to the American Alpha days. Because uh, Jason Jordan's um, in-ring career has pretty much kind of ended without him saying it. Uh, He's now a producer for WWE. He, he agents matches, so that's kind of sad. He didn't get um, he didn't get the uh, farewell that he deserved. Um, Jasper says Chad needs this. Um, yeah, I think he does. Uh, Emil is right with what he said about WWE not gonna fuck this up. Um, I do think the Champa random addition is a way to extend the tension that. Um, Chad and uh, Gunther have because 
ginagatasan nila yung ano yung, yung feud na they they know what they have here they understand what they have and i don't think you could create that kind of same support for other people like they did with i, I guess accidentally that they did with chad cable i hope it was accidental but you know i, I also hope it was intentional because um I hope that it's Triple H seeing, oh, you know, Chad Gable's one of the best guys he ever signed to NXT. And um, he's working out really well the, the way Triple H expected it. Uh, Chad Gable is apparently a 20-year pro wrestling veteran. Who knew? Wow, that's, I'm very surprised uh, to learn that. Yeah. Uh, he apparently did the 2012 Olympics in London while being already a pro wrestler. So that's interesting. I didn't know you can do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah, I agree that they shouldn't make the same mistake. I think there were a lot of mistakes. I mean, mistakes, but a lot of things that you can learn. Not necessarily a mistake, but a lot of things to learn with the way Vince handled and protected Roman Reigns' legendary three-year reign. Like, you already have that. I said last week that um, the Gunther reign is a, a diet Roman Reigns reign. And I don't want it to be like that. So the way to not be to make it not be like that is to have him lose a lot sooner than uh, than Roman did. Because say, oh, okay, you already broke the honky tonk man's record. So I think it's time to do this. Um, it's totally okay. People get it. People know that Gunther is a real deal. He he. We know that he's he's appearing every week on Raw and wrestling a lot more than Roman's Roman did. So it's time to pull the trigger. Um, I say do do that detour with uh, Champa. Then bring um, bring Gable back for Survivor Series, whatever, and then have him win. It's time. Uh, that promo, that emphatic promo that he delivered, where he said that he was going to win it for his kids, uh, for himself. I think that's 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 gold that you have in your hands. You you got that uh, that big feel good moment that I think you should cash in on before it's too late. Yeah. So they have to mean a bit fastly. Because again, I don't think. We're gonna have a Roman match uh, at the next pay per view, so or PLE pala. So give them the spotlight, you know, kind of like yeah. what they what they did with Nakamura and uh, Rollins. So it looks like Fastlane is gonna be another PLE na walang Roman or walang Bloodline stuff. So you know that's where you do it. I think <laughs> that's where you do the uh, the Chad Gable uh, victory. A possible victory. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's hope it happens, right? You know, uh, they really got something in their hands here. And I don't want them to waste it in the name of, you know, there are some things that you have to give up uh, when it comes to long-term storytelling. So this has to be one of those things. You have to adjust it, be able to learn how to adjust it. All right. Uh, before we go into AEW talk, let's take another quick break. Our last of the stream and hear from our fellow podcasts on the Pod Network. All right, Albert says maybe they just want to remove the honky tonk man. I heard from I think Kaz of the Mass Man Show that Vince doesn't like the honky tonk man, or I think it was Freddie Prince that <laughs> Vince doesn't like the honky tonk man for whatever reason. So yeah, you're, maybe you're right. Maybe it is that. But it's weird that nobody tried to do that before. <laughs> I think it was the closest. <laughs> Santino, Deva. Santino was the closest. Yeah, Santino had a long reign. With yeah, he did a long. He had a long yeah. title reign. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to AEW before you run out of time. Brian Danielson has announced on last Saturday's Collision that he is winding down his career because his he promised his child, his child Birdie, that he would start retiring 
when he turned when he would retire pala when he turned when she turned seven. And she's six now, which is why he's decided to start winding down his career. So the first stop on the bucket list tour is a match versus one Zack Sabre Jr. at Wrestle Dream on October 1. So that's another big PLE week. Pala. You have uh, No Mercy, No Mercy, and Wrestle Dream. All right. Uh, I'll start here because I'm, I'm the big Brian fan. Um, I feel sad about this, but mostly because we were robbed uh, by a, we were robbed of a good like um, three years, I think, three years at that of his yeah. uh, of Brian's first retirement. So we could have had it for longer, but Champer, his body couldn't let him do that. And now I'm thankful for this last last uh, no, this last part run. And I think he's better than ever. He is. Uh, he could be legit on in his peak right now because he never got to wrestle this way in his WWE peak um, compared to now. Because what we're seeing now in AEW is the way he used to wrestle when he was main eventing Ring of Honor, and that's that's the one thing I always wanted to see from him in WWE. Because and we never got that because WWE is a different environment and you gotta wrestle a different way uh for whatever reason i guess vince was in charge before so it's sad but also i understand because sometimes you just gotta step away and you know walk away before your body gives up on you because it will if you keep wrestling long enough and i enjoy i really like the idea of this match versus zach saber jr it was supposed to uh it was supposed to be the match uh from last year's Forbidden Door event. And uh, we're finally getting it. I don't know if it's going to live up to my expectations, but I think it will. Because it's Brian Danielson and ZSJ after all. Emil, what do you think? Um, with Brian, uh, in the last couple of years, hindi ko na din feel na full-time na siya. Eh. Kasi yeah. he's going to have a program and then he's going to leave for a few months and he's going to go, he's going to be back for another program. So parang ganun yung schedule niya eh. So for me, hindi na siya full time. Parang he's on that edge schedule as well. Na he's gonna come back whenever he has a program. And I'm okay with him saying that he's got this one last run, one one last year. Because at least he'll get to end his career on his own terms, rather than the way it ended the first retirement now, which was really out of nowhere. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, on that match with CSJ. I am actually glad that ngayon lang siya mangyari because Why? seven or years ago, I don't think it would be as good. Because I don't think CSJ was main event caliber a few years ago. Even, even though he's like a main event. Big words. He's, even though he's a technical. <laughs> no, nung, ano, nung mga panahon na before Suzuki Gun days niya. Na he, he was a technical wrestler. Na, pero aside from that, what else can he can he bring? But now he's a much more better wrestler, all-around wrestler, and he has he has that main event. I don't know. Is that the main event RNA? So I'm glad that this match is happening now at this moment on October one because that it's really the perfect time for them to to meet because right. must evolve na CCSJ and Brian is still Brian. So I'm glad right. it's happening. I'm glad it's happening on October October one. Yeah. All right, Glendale says it will be a technical match. Yes, pero um, 
I think you know, Glendale, that uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Dennison have very different technical styles. Yes. Um, ZSJ works at a much different technical pace. Um, must World of Sport in style. Yeah. And if you've seen World of Sport, that stuff is really, really fast catch wrestling, while uh, Brian Dennison is um, uh, a more deliberate technical wrestler. So I want to see who is going to dictate the pace of the match. Yeah. All right. Next uh, in our AEW itinerary is uh, the story of one Jade Cargill, who is apparently leaving AEW and headed to WWE. What do you think of this, Emil? Um, in a way, kind of surprised. Because uh, before I heard the reason why, there was a reason why she didn't go to WWE. Like yeah. she, I, I forgot the reason, but I think she hit, she, she was she, be, it was because um, they wouldn't let her take time to be uh, a working mom. So and that that and parang they weren't they weren't yet supportive of her dreams to uh, be an actress. Yeah. So probably something changed down the line. Either siguro the WWE they have softened their stance on this. That's why. Meron ng agreement at least on her and WWE's part. So um I think na reach na din yung ceiling niya sa AEW eh, I think kasi she is much more fit with the mainstream attraction that WWE have has. So it's it's a surprising move na you know she's leaving AEW but at the same time it's a no surprise as well na she's heading to WWE kasi Dun talaga siya atik magsha shine. Eh. You know? She's like, yeah. she's unique in AEW, but in WWE, she's gonna fit like a glove. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think then that w- the WWE system, obviously, well, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to NXT. I say she's a big star now in AEW, whether AEW fans like it or not. She's a big star. And um, it's possible that she gets. Uh, transferred straight away to the main roster. But if I were her, cause I would still go down to the performance center and learn some things. Cause uh, even though I think she's okay, there are still things and reps that she has to do. So maybe she could be the big indie signing of the year. So you know who knows. Um, but I do think that WWE is okay as a destination for her. I think AEW needed her a lot. And I think that AEW could have still benefited from having her. But at the end of the day, um, I know that she wanted to go to WWE first. But that's the whole thing that she that's the thing that she wanted to do when she first became a wrestler. So it really is one of those things. And it really is a, a dream for a lot of people as well. So yeah, I can't wait to see her in WWE. All right. Before we close the episode, uh, Grand Slam uh, 2023 is happening next week. And there are five advertised matches. Let's run through them really quickly. First right. is the rematch between Darby Allen and Sting versus Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. Um, I did not. Ex- I don't think AEW and Tony Khan expected that Christian would become a meme at this point. And I think that is a lot more exciting and interesting and funny than uh, whatever Edge was doing. <laughs> Like Edge is great, but um, Christian is funnier. So uh, I think because of this, Christian and Luchasaurus have to win. Um, I actually go with the 
No, okay. But they're always winning though. Darby oh, and Sting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nalala ko pala nung all-in na nalala sila, sila, sila Darby. So, yeah. Christian and Luchasaurus. Uh, I'll stay with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Next up, we have uh, John Moxley versus Ray Phoenix for the International Championship. It's going to be a fun match for sure, but Champion Mox is yeah. the guy to win this. To, and yeah, so they're going to cook, though. At least they're going to Yeah, cook. they're going to cook, for yeah. sure. So, so but sure. Moxley still with the title. Yeah. Okay, next we have uh, Soraya versus... Uh, no, no, no. Claudio Casagnoli versus Eddie Kingston. It's a title-for-title match. Claudio is putting up the ROH World Championship while Eddie is putting up the NJPW Strong Openweight Championship. So um, the thing here is who is deciding the fate of an NJPW Championship to him? So I don't think um, NJPW is going to let Tony Khan decide this. And I think then that Tony Khan is you know ready to give eddie his flowers so i think eddie will become the double champion here same thing um eddie's gonna win but i don't want this to be his like grand moment of celebration but it's new york though I bet, because it's I, new I york think, it's his home crowd i think i still think he has to win the aew world title at some point like, yeah yes he's gonna so, win the title so, so at some point no I, I don't want this to be his ceiling you know, like this is only a chapter to his story. Okay, got uh, it. All right. They're gonna have him win the ROH world title. That's yon. They're gonna because he already won the world championship. So you know, yeah. No, I, I think I think it's one of those things now. Okay, journey muna, diba? So you gotta yeah, prove diba? I mean Eddie because has proven to be volatile as well in the past. So I think this is him uh, Making a stop on his redemption journey and building up his uh, credibility again backstage, not okay. in the ring. Okay, Next, okay. so Soraya yeah. versus Tony Storm for the women's championship. Uh, I know it's still early, but I want to put it back on Tony because I think she has yeah. struck gold with this new gimmick, this new character. And I think the Soraya win was just uh, as a thank you for coming back and then, you know, uh, wrestling in front of her. Uh, UK crowd, home crowd in the UK. Uh, Glendale, I think the outcasts have split with Tony Storm as of this, as of today's Dynamite. So duo na lang sila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ni Soraya and Ruby. Um, same. I, I, nung when she won, when Soraya won nung uh, All In, I really thought she was just gonna be a transition transition champion yeah. to someone, and uh, parang they. You know, they don't want to have Saraya lose I Tony Storm loses Saraya Muna. So they had they had Shida, you know, to to win the title to for Saraya to win the title. So I think it's gonna go back to Tony, Tony Storm. Uh again, she because this new character is really gold and uh you know she So so I'll go with Tony. Tony for the win. It's Tony time right. again. <laughs> Yeah, it is Tony time. Saying hey to Chia for uh, dropping by. Uh, his cookies are the bomb. If you remember the cookies we gave away last year, uh, that's all care of him. Um, please go buy, I don't know, go follow Cookies by Chia on Instagram and order 250 pesos uh, per box of eight cookies. That's a lot, man. And, and, that's a and lot. They're all. <laughs> No, they're all high quality as well. He yeah, ships all yeah. over Metro Manila. So yeah, impromptu yeah. endorsement because I really love his cookies. 
Yun, uh, next, the main event of this show, MJF versus Samoa Joe for the uh, AEW World Championship. Joe was the guy who won the tournament. And, uh, I mean, he did win the tournament, right? I was saying, yes, oh, no, no, no. He did, he did already? No, Where he just beat an eh? uh, earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, that was I, the finals. Sorry. That was the yeah, yeah, finals. Fin- sorry, I wasn't finished watching the show when we came on. My bad. Julia. <laughs> uh, yeah, so MJF versus Samoa Joe. And uh, it could have gone either way, really, because they did a good job of building up both uh, Roddy and Samoa Joe. And I know that Joe isn't winning this because I think the championship is saved for Adam Cole, which is sad because I really want Joe to win this. So yeah, same thing here. Joe is nothing more than a... Parang, ano, uh, he's vital to the story, but he's not going to win the title. Anytime soon. Um, I, I don't seem as interested though with what will happen in the story. Like the match is gonna be good, but what will happen after is what I'm watching for. Like, uh, what what is gonna go down? Because honestly, after all in, medyo nawala yung momentum nung nung storyline ni Cole and MJF. Like it's yeah, I mean, but place. that's that's by design though. So they're they're oh, milking yeah, yeah, yeah. the the tag team. So you gotta God. you gotta delay it a little bit with detours and you know start it heat it back up, put it back in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. When it's not, time. So I want them to heat it up again. So MJF with the oh, you want it already. But but the Adam Cole and Roddy stuff is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so parang nag like di naguluhan na ko eh. So I want. I want them to like get back on that track and you know um have MJF win and then continue the uh the Adam Cole MJF story. Yeah, it's a go. We'll see. We'll see. Uh I think they're they're gonna have to deal with Roddy first before they continue their own story. Because I think <laughs> yeah. also still have to lose the ROH tag team championships. You remember that they're still the champs. All right, that's it for our Grand Slam predictions. Uh, That's also the end of our topics um, for this uh, week's live stream. But Champler, we still have the audio-only part of the episode. um, We might try something different with that next week. So stay tuned. Right. If you have made it to this point, this is the audio-only part of this week's episode. We have a bunch of things to talk about. First of all, something I left out uh, accidentally, nung uh, predictions for Grand Slam. It is Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho, which is something that which is a uh, get it out of their system match before they challenge for the the AEW Tag Team Championship. So this is a great story, actually. Um, they found a way to tie it in from the whole Pillars thing. That was the whole um, Jericho versus Kaza story, the whole JAS breakup thing. Um, I got to admit, it has been pretty well told. And I think um, Jericho is the guy behind it. And not necessarily Tony Khan, because I don't think Tony Khan is the guy. Or maybe Brian Danielson. The stories have been getting better. And I like it so much. Uh, they did a really great segment on Dynamite Kanina, where they pretty much established their relationship. They're more now than just, you know, um, Sammy is now more than just a guy, a kid that Jericho signed on the first day of Dynamite. Right? So they established why they should have this match because um, Sammy wants uh, Jericho's respect as someone who's not just a sidekick and someone who is uh, who is uh, a good fit to eventually become a main eventer in AEW. So, that's, so those are all really good story beats. And I think that... Um, 
Jericho has to lose because I know that they want to do this match in a bigger pla- on a bigger stage. So, yeah. uh, sorry, Jericho has to win rather. Jericho has to win because they, they want to do this. They, they want to blow this off on, on a bigger stage. So when Jericho wins, uh, Sammy Guevara gets a bigger match, and then that's when he wins. Same, same thing, same way of thinking here. Uh, I feel like this should be a match for Full Gear, which is yeah. the next big uh, event of AW. So Jericho has to win here to so that yung journey ni Sammy towards winning over Jericho and finally being, you know, uh, his own guy. Para establish yon, and there can be a story with that. And that's gonna eventually conclude with him going over, pero not now. Jericho has to win this match. So I'll go Jericho. Right. All right. That's it for the last Grand Slam match that I forgot. Next, we are talking about WWE. So Edge is apparently not going to AW. I said the rumors are saying that he accepted a new deal with WWE, but it's not as a uh active wrestler. So he was on the alumni page and then they pulled him off the alumni page. So the th- the thing I'm hearing is that Edge is going to be a special character, special attraction that they trot out every now and then. I don't know if that means. Well, he didn't say to him that the, the Toronto match was his last ever. It was just the last match in Toronto. So he's not fully retired, but I think he's now on the level where Undertaker was before 2020, where uh, he's just now showing up every now and then and then eventually he's going to have a retirement match so do you think this is a good move for him did he waste an opportunity by not signing with aw in a way parang, uh, especially especially if you consider how great christian's run so far has been in aw parang may, may part of me na sayang he could have could have done things he could have faced more for we could have had more fresh matchups with Edge in AEW, but at the same time, you got to consider his age as well. His what going 50 now, and okay, na yung, he's still earning his money, but he's not doing as much, you know. Like he, he got his deal, he got his deal, diba? He got, he got that um mega, mega money deal where he doesn't have to do much, so you know, you really can't blame him for taking that deal. So I'm okay with it because you know Edge will always be synonymous with WWE. Like I really with, with other guys, because you could associate them with other companies, but with Edge, kind of like with the Undertaker, like his name is will always be synonymous with WWE, and I'm okay with him staying and be a I know part time like wrestler, kind of like uh you know what the Undertaker was again, like you said, and Triple H was before he re- retired. Uh, last year so i'm fine with it yeah i hear what you're saying um hold on i I wanted to see people in different environments and i i felt like there was a whole bunch of opportunities waiting for him in aw even if he wanted to be like a special attraction in an aw because he can't always be bumping like you know uh, 52 day 52 or 50 something weeks a year um I think he would have been the shot in the arm that AEW always needs because they're also having a tough time maintaining uh, a main event scene that's consistent. So 
Fiona, I, I wanted to see how he would have approached it. Maybe, maybe this is them serving us a little bit. You know, maybe this is Edge serving us a little bit. I hope so, because I wanted to want him to sign with AW and reunite with Christian. So I'm holding out hope that uh because I, I was kind of disillusioned that with the, the, the whole Undertaker thing where he was in he was he was stuck in a limbo of will he or won't he retire? So I don't yeah. I really don't want that for Edge. Right. Next, we move on to NXT. The biggest thing that happened on NXT this week, other than Becky Lynch winning the championship, was Wesley leaving and getting out of Dodge after losing to Ilya Dragunov in a number one contenders match uh, for the NXT championship. So this is interesting because normally when people leave NXT, that means they're getting called up. But I don't think Wesley is getting called up. And I also don't think he's leaving the company either. So I don't know what this means. I think this is just one of those hero's journey things where you get down and then you recuperate and regroup somewhere and come back to redeem yourself. What do you think about this, Emil? I actually think this is a swerve. He's going to turn heel. Okay. He's going to come back yeah. and no mercy. That was yeah. going to fuck gonna everyone up. The, he's going to deck the champion. Like, um, I know we have another topic after this, but I feel like I'm definite now that a heel turn will happen at no mercy. It's okay. either Wesley or uh, the other guy. Uh, our next topic. Next yeah. guy. So, guys, so guys, <laughs> yeah. move on to the next topic. So, if not Wesley, it seems like it's Trick Williams because I think NXT is telegraphing a bit of a Trick Williams turn, and it's one of those things that you could argue in a red herring show. I say, you know, you're you're misdirecting, like what uh, Emil said. Now, you think it's Trick, but it actually could be uh, Wesley, right? So. I don't know. I'm. I also am willing to see where this goes. Right. Um, I do think that uh, Trick is a good heel, but also I also don't want them to to do the old trope of the best friend turning on the more successful friend. Right. Yeah. So, but, what, what's your take? So, it's you think it's Wes? Yeah, because because I don't want this. I don't want it to be Trick. I say. It's a Vince thing, eh? like breaking up a tag team. Then the less the less popular one will. Act. Even though you could argue, if you've been again, you've been watching NXT, Trick is gaining some momentum lately. Yeah. Uh, he's been get he's been getting over on his own, you know. So I don't want. First of all, I don't want them to break that momentum. And second, I know this that is such a Vince thing to do that, you know, breaking up a team and then the you know, by a heel turn by one of one of the persons in the tag team. So. Um, mas naniniwala ako na red herring yung trick rather than the Wesley one. Because <laughs> if again, you know, I've been noticing a lot lately. Na nagiging ano na si Wesley. Uh, he's been getting more desperate to get back on that uh on on a title or something. So, palang ang magiging end game nun is he's gonna you know he's gonna mess things up. He's gonna be a heel now. Because ganon yun ang dinami papunta eh. like you know. Um, in his uh, feud, in his feud so far with Melo, he's the, even though they're both faces, he has been the de facto heel. So, um, so I think ganun yung mangyayari. So he's, it's more likely that West is going to turn the trip. Right, right. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, but so we know someone is turning heel because somebody yes. has to. Because yeah. when you think about it, everyone surrounding uh, Carmelo Hayes is a face. Yes. So that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Next, our last topic, 
the Global Heritage Invitational is really cooking. I just wanted to take the time to to praise this because um, it's so much fun. I I keep saying on Discord, na walang tapon yung mga matches uh, a GHI. It's called the GHI. Uh, they pick like eight of the best uh, mid carders, including Akira Tozawa and Butch, who is really good, and they're just they're just cranking out twelve minute bangers about our sub twelve minute bangers, right? And it's really, really good. Like Axiom has been the breakout. Well, you know, in breakout, because everyone knows Axiom is good, but uh, Axiom is out here delivering great matches every week. And I want them to do this every every year now. I say it's just that good. It's an it's it's an excuse to put on the mid carders and have them do good matches in twelve minutes, right? I I don't care if people are gonna say, oh, now they're copying G one and the N one of Noah when they do it every year, but. Who cares? It's it's, it's yeah. good wrestling. <laughs> just, just fucking do it. Yeah, diba? And like like I said at the beginning of this tournament, I'm excited for this tournament. And thank God that your expectations go. They have been meeting my expectations and exceeding it. Because um, this was better than the first time they did this format, which was the Young Cruiserweight yeah, yeah. Uh, 2020. This is yeah. so much better. So much better wrestling overall. Um, and... Even the way that they schedule the matches, parang parang G1, eh? because they yeah, res- yeah. they're reserving the biggest uh, match at the end of the block of matches, which is Tyler Bate versus uh, Butch. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, next year why not bring bring it back again and maybe expand the field a little bit, make it. Um, I know they it's not really parang magi logistically yeah it's gonna be impossible to but, uh, do the 10 but, I could, you know expand yeah. it to 6 diba? yeah I could do I see doing 6 yeah and then make it a month long right yeah, yeah. <laughs> may level up naman sila eh, so yeah 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 you guys can go watch it on level up as well yeah. it's been really good like Kazawa <laughs> versus uh, Duke Hudson from 2 weeks ago was good yeah so they, they should bring it bring, bring it back every year this is their version of the G1. Yeah, fucking is, do it. You know, yeah. yeah. I don't care yeah. if it's only for a mid-card championship. Like, who cares? Put it together. <laughs> like, bring back Apollo Crews for it or some um, something like that. So Riddick Moss, yeah. whoever. People you don't use on the main roster, but you drafted on the main roster. Like, I really like the idea of adding Tazawa and Butch here. Like, that yeah, was the best it, move that they can do. Because, right, tournaments like these, you don't really need... A, the storyline is the tournament. You yeah. don't need a storyline exactly. heading in. So, you know, have the wrestlers who aren't really doing anything and just let them cook because, you know, good wrestling is always good wrestling, no matter what. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really want to see more of this. Like, I hope they do it again soon. Predictions. Like, next though. year. Who do you think is going to win this? Uh, this well, well, no, I think we got to predict who is going to win each block first. Yeah. Um, I think block. A block A is uh either Butch or Tyler Bate. Yeah, it's gonna go down to those two. I actually uh, don't know who is on block B. See Joe Coffey, see Nathan Frazier, um Tozawa and Hudson. Yeah, right. Joe Coffey is leading right now. Yeah. Pero that could change. May ano pa eh. Uh, hindi pa hindi pa sure will si Joe Coffey. I think I know. I think it's Nathan Fraser because yeah, they love Fraser over there. They just want to give him an excuse to to win again. But I don't think he's winning the final. So if it's Tyler Bate or Butch versus Nathan Fraser, who it's going to be the A block winner. 
Yeah, a block winner. Because we just had Razor versus Norm Dar. Yeah. Recently. So I think it has to be someone new to challenge Norm Dar. So whoever wins from Pete or from Butch or Tyler Bate, that's gonna be the one who's gonna win the entire thing. Yeah. All right. That's it for our audio only topics for this week. Uh yeah. Um, thank you for tuning in and before we go off the air and let uh, Babyface producer Jasper go, let's get to some plugs. Emil, do you have anything to plug? Uh, the, you know, I, about it. This weekend, I'm not sure because uh, <laughs> you know, uh, like it's fiesta sa, sa city namin. And, uh, but you know, the next few week, coming weekends, maybe I will, you know, I will do a NBA 2K24 stream. Uh, I just, you know, just stream some gameplay. Uh, no, I don't play my career anymore because it's a waste of money. But other modes, yeah, <laughs> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be I'll be streaming. You know, the Mamba challenges, uh, my NBA eras. So you know, uh, just uh, watch out for that in my uh, fa- my personal Facebook uh, page. Right, Glendale says I forgot about Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho. Yeah, it's at Grand Slam. Um, we'll talk about that in the audio only because I forgot it, it wasn't on the Wikipedia for some reason. But I did watch the segment. And it's a pretty good segment, by the way. All right. Uh, for me, got a bunch of things to plug here. First, uh, we did a post-show recaps episode. Me and Sam, we talked about the last week's episode of Heels, which is the penultimate episode for season two. So um, please go check that out if you are all caught up. Because, you know, if you're not, Shepard, spoiler alert. Um, if you are not caught up yet, please stay tuned because it will come legally to Philippine shores via the streaming platform Lionsgate Play. So Lionsgate Play is pretty cheap. Uh, if you, you can just sign up to go watch Heels on it because it's only eight episodes for both seasons. So it's going to come soon. I'll, t- I'll let you guys know when it premieres and uh, you can go watch it for free and without having to go through shady torrent sites, if you will. So, yeah. Uh, we really had a lot of fun talking about TV shows, uh, that TV show. And I really have a lot of fun talking about TV shows. So I hope I get to do that again eventually. And Shempre, uh, a new episode of Unmasked is out today. It's also the final episode of season one. Uh, we do a question and answer portion because we asked you guys some questions a month ago. We collected them and we talked about myself and, you know, um, talked about topics that weren't you know, part of the chronological story of my career. So if you want to learn more about me, uh, let's close the season together by watching that. Shempre, uh, listening to that rather, and watching it, the video on Spotify. All right. Uh, we also cannot forget MJ- MWF Action of Edda TV on Rock of Manila. And next Monday, we have a new episode, 9 p.m. It's going to be the first hour of the Road to Fate main card. So stay tuned for that. I know I have to watch it as well because I wasn't there. Uh, Emil can vouch for how great it was. It was. So please stay tuned. Uh, please watch it because you want to keep wrestling, especially Pinoy wrestling on TV. Uh, if you can't watch it on Mondays, there's a replay on Thursdays. And I know there's a replay on weekends. So please also support MWF. Tuloy Ang Laban is happening next week on Sunday, September 24 at Mandala Park. Um, tickets are only $4.50 and Mandala Park is a great venue. Let's just hope that it's not going So uh, especially given the weather right now. So great action, great wrestling. Uh, if you haven't experienced the live 
uh, wrestling experience yet or you haven't experienced it in a long while, it's a good time to, as any to go and come over. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you again so much to you guys for tuning in, whether you're watching on the stream or listening to uh, on it, uh, listening to it on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, thank you as well to our uh, great babyface producers, especially Jasper and our uh, team over at the Pod Network for helping put all of this together and making the show possible. And Jasper making us sound great, uh, much better than we usually are, and. Uh, you know, uh, keeping the show going as always and finding ways for us to keep it going. Uh, on behalf of our missing co-hosts, Chino, um, Rowan, ASH, and Stan, who you can follow at Chino Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. Uh, we have Emil at EML underscore Meister and myself at Rose War. And you can follow the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and uh, TikTok at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and Threads. Finally put it up when the hype was gone. <laughs> and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, go catch all of our content there. We have gone viral over the past week for two things. So my notifications are blowing the fuck up. So yeah. On behalf of everyone who is a part of the team, uh, we thank you and, you know, we bid you adieu please stay safe please be healthy don't be a dick be nice and stay dry and warm wrestling wrestling podcast out peace the opinions of podcast creators hosts and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the pod network entertainment its hosts or other network programs the content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion ethnicity group, organization, company, or individual. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.